when my first escrow office um, win and she called me for $250, right, signing, I split that and I called up one of my sorority sisters. If someone knows what they want and they know that you have it, then what's left to agree upon? When can you come? That's the question I'm wondering. Let's talk about notary. I'll give an example of what that looks like in the notary. Fascinating. From the international best-selling author Tiger Toledo, the rise of the smart notary. The notary business will never be the same again. This book is designed and engineered to help notaries cash flow their business. And as a number one new release on Amazon and hit it a top five bestsellers list, this is the perfect gift for this holiday season. Buy one now for yourself and a fellow notary public. Available now on Amazon. Grab your copy today. And if this book doesn't make you money, you can block us. If you're feeling the vibe, join the tribe and subscribe. That was good. Okay, go. <laughs> Get out of here. Well, welcome everybody to the Notary War Room. I am your humble hip hop sales coach, Tiger Toledo. And today we have a very, very special guest, a very special guest, y'all. Um, I just found out damn near an hour ago she's from the fucking Bronx. Fascinating. <laughs> Blew my mind. Blew my mind. Uh, I don't appreciate that shit. That, that, that's one of them like low key. Yeah, I'm gonna get at look, look, look. She's doing the X everything. I need, I need to, I need to build my alliance with my family here. <laughs> if you guys don't know who she is, I heard her name circulating these streets and these notary streets for at least a year, and I finally got to meet her at Dawn's Notary Business Lock-in, um, and she was just spitting so much fire, you guys. I mean, like. You know, when somebody spits so much fire, like you don't even turn it off. Like, even if you got something to do, you're going to continue to listen to them, even though you don't have a pen and paper in front. This is this is what she was doing. She was like, look, at, at some point, I just have to let some of this absorb in my mind. And she was spitting so much heat out. I reached out to Dawn and said, Dawn, who the fuck is she? Get me in contact with her. And we, <laughs> we, we connected. And we've been family since. Like, like we cling. She don't even know you, you guys. We cling now. Like, it is. It is what it is. We, we gang gang together now. <laughs> so I just wanted to give my sister, my Latina sister, a warm introduction. Please help me welcome She Boss. <laughs> and we also have a, a very special guest host today by my brother out in the bay, Tekamaku. Brooklyn's still in the house, nigga. Brooklyn's ah, West Coast. West Coast. <laughs> in case yeah. you guys didn't know, there's going to be a lot of cursing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, it's Sunday. What are you talking about? <laughs> so we live, baby. We live on uh, YouTube. Let, let's get it cracking. Let's go. Hey, well, welcome to the Notary War Room, as you all may have known that I am a special guest host for today. And if you don't know who the person is that is being interviewed today or who we have a, the, the delight of and the pleasure of speaking with, it is She Boss, 
Mobile, Grizel Marte, and she is our uh, esteemed guest today. If you guys don't know, and first, let me just start by saying this: I've been, I'm actually, I'm delighted, and I have the the pleasure of talking to her today. And I don't know if she knows this, but I've been a big fan of hers for a while. I followed her, and uh, she's always popping up on my timeline, and I see her nonstop. So she, you can't help but to be. Um, attracted to that smile and her energy. So it is a great honor to have the chance to talk to her and, you know, hear some of the heat that she is uh, bringing to our notary community. But if you guys don't know anything about her, she is a ex uh, an expert loan signing agent. She is a phenomenal entrepreneur. She's a mother. And she is a, a, a powerful force in, within the business uh, industry and business community, but if I could allow you to introduce yourself, introduce yourself to the family, let us know who you are, and uh, give us a little bit of background of who 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 is uh, Grizel, also known as She Boss. So you said it. My name is Grizel, but everyone in these streets know me as She Boss or She Boss Mobile. That is my brand. That is my brand on purpose. Um, I am an entrepreneur. I am a first generation entrepreneur. So I'm learning as I go. I'm learning from my peers. I'm learning from those I, you know, purposely put myself around. Damn, you gonna put my business up in there? <laughs> I wasn't ready. That's how we do. That's how it is. <laughs> I am all about multiple streams of income, trying it, seeing if it works. Um, I am a mom, so I, I, you know, set the example. So my son has gumball machines. He's an entrepreneur. Um, yes, I'm all about woman empowerment as well. So, you know, you guys, you guys get a lot of love, maybe not in the notary community because it's a lot of females, but, um, I'm all about woman empowerment and we all about, you know, just collaborating, um, motivating each other and there's no competition on this side. It's okay. all love. Absolutely. One of the things that is a big, you mentioned this too, just a second ago about the notary community. And also there is a heavy presence of women that just, I mean, it really dominates this particular <laughs> industry. For what reason why? I can't tell you, but I'm sure that somebody else has the answer. I'm not gonna try to figure that out. But when you got into this industry and that's something that you recognize First, how did you get into this industry? And then when did that become sort of, um, how did that come onto your radar that, wow, this is uh, something that's heavily dominated by women and how, how will I sort of navigate this industry? How did you get into this industry? And then how did you sort of navigate your way around and finding your place? Gotcha. So I am a pandemic notary. So, you know, I was working throughout the whole pandemic. Um, I was working at a ship's uh, a shipping location. I'm just going to say out there. I was working at FedEx office. Okay. <laughs> so with FedEx office, I was managing the location. Um, what the company did, unfortunately, they let go more than half the staff of the whole, the whole company. So it was just me and one other person in this store um, and people are coming in, they're shipping goods, they, you know, they're trying to do their business still, but from home. So we were trying to help them. Um, so 
in this field, I'm here working the counter and I keep seeing ladies running with shipping documents. And the more I noticed that, you know, the, the same stereotype, they would dress well. I thought they were realtors. They were not. Um, they'll come in. They had to take pictures of their receipt, take pictures of the package. And no, don't touch my, it was just like, whoa, what, is, what are these documents? Why, you know, the, the secret, like what, what, what's this? Um, this one particular person, she used to come in with her daughter all the time. At that time, my son was doing home from, you know, school, but at home and same situation with her, but she was able to bring her daughter along with her to these signings that I found out later. Um, and she was just having a car and her laptop pretty much. So she's doing this while my son's calling my store, needing help to get back on zoom. And cause grandma's not helping him. My, my mom said, look, look, He's here, he's safe, he's fed. Like, I'm not helping with no electronics. I'm not helping him with schoolwork. I got my own thing going on. So I'm struggling trying to balance both, right? We're in a pandemic. I'm trying to stay safe. I'm trying to still help him with his school stuff. And then I'm seeing these people, these females coming in, taking out these machines, which now I know it's mobile scanners, setting up, basically making FedEx their office. And I'm like, who, like, what, what do you do? Like, what is going on? Tell me more. So I was nosy and it's the, it's the New York in me. Like I'm very observant. Like I want to know what you're doing, what you're up to, what, why I can't touch this package, <laughs> like what's going on. So I learned that these females coming in, they were notaries, but they weren't just notaries. They were loan signing agents. Mm -hmm. Um, I've needed notaries in the past, right? I went to UPS or I went to my bank. And I didn't think it was nothing big. UPS, I think they charged me like $10. My bank was free. So I'm like, what money are these people making? Because now I'm talking to them, right? I'm getting, I'm asking them open-ended questions pretty much. I'm trying to get more information out of them. And they're telling me they left their jobs. They're telling me right now, this is the time to become a signing agent. So I started looking up what is a signing agent? do I need some type of degree? What's going on? And before they knew I was, you know, I was interested because I would just ask questions. They were showing me how much money they made. They showed me the apps they were on, companies they were signed up with. Um, I noticed the labels were always going back to a title office. So I was already, you know, taking down notes. I'm like, okay, so I'm gonna need a mobile scanner because that's what she had. You're going to need to dress like this. You're going to need to take pictures of your receipt. You know, I'm just like, just taking down notes. And in between customers, I'm looking up information, how to be a notary. I'm looking at YouTube. I'm looking at, um, I went on Instagram and found a couple of notaries I started following. And then um, this guy named Mark Wills, he kept popping up, but he was like a salesy person. I was like, this might be fake. Like, I'm just like, but let me see what this is about. And people kept, tagging him and saying oh he's going to help you make six figures but then I started following Sophia Martin on um YouTube and Sophia Martin took notary to notary uh from Vanessa her training so I'm like okay let me see I didn't know there were so many different types of training I didn't know there were so many different types of like just options out there or this many people that did this 
So me following Sophia Martin, she showed us like her day in the life, what was needed. Um, honestly, what really goes down, like she told us we had to like really promote ourselves, go visit title offices, answer these um, notifications as quickly as possible. Like she gave us like the 411, like the real 411. So I was like, you know what? I think, I think this is it. I yeah. said, you know, again, I'm doing my research. If I had a question, if let's say I watched a video and I'm like, but how do you do that? I would go ahead on YouTube. How do you do that? And I would just find the answer. Um, and people were doing like one-on-ones. I saw Andre Hatchett too. There was a lot of people doing coaching and, and I'm just like, okay, this is a thing. This is real. This is not no, uh, you know, scam. The, the mentor might be a scam some uh, that's another story but <laughs> the mentor might be a scam but this is something real and this is something I can do um so I started I became a loan signing agent um when did I become a loan signing agent 2020 I want to say 2020 at the end of the year 2020 officially and I put myself out there uh I was getting from not to put my business out there, but like seller size were like $75 starting. And then I was doing a lot of these signings called hybrid signings with Amrock. And Amrock will pay you at that time with $75. You only had to print like 10, 10 pages, bring your tablet to the, you know, to the person's home. Pretty much you open the app there and they're clicking away themselves. So like you just have to show up and stamp like two documents. So I was like, oh, this is, this is nice. Like, I like this. I, maybe not all the traveling, but like, I like this. So yeah. I, I went in, I, I, I jumped in, I did it. Um, lessons learned, right? It's a lot of lessons that was learned. Um, a lot of people tell you, you need all these special things and special equipment. And if you look it up, you about to spend like $400 on a printer that you actually don't really need. You just make it happen. So when I first started, I had a single tray and I knew how to hustle. So I knew how to figure things out and put things together. I don't, I don't mind changing the, the paper and the tray and the one tray, making it legal. Like it's not a big deal, but everyone kept saying, you know, there was no jobs out here. You needed this, you needed that. So wow. like I said, I, I learned as I went, I jumped in. Um, I purposely um, branded myself. Um, I wanted my brand to be the same across all boards. So if you either saw me in person, you knew I was SheBoss. If you saw me online, you knew I was SheBoss. And that's what I did. Um, my digital marketing came in later on for passive income, right? To help my community, to help them um, navigate this crazy a journey of my, a journey of them, you know, journey loan signing, whether you want to do loan signing, whether you want to just be organized, if you want to know how to market, um, things like that. So whatever material I put out there for myself to help me in the process, I knew I had to share it as well. So that's where the digital part came from. Wow. So I have my Gumroad and I have my Etsy too. Wow. Yeah. And for those of people who can see us, who got the visual, you can see on the screen all of the resources that she has available. So, so that's what, what an interesting journey and going from working in a uh, traditional nine to five, traditional 
full-time, part-time, but in an employee role, being introduced or being exposed to a industry that you were, you know, you were familiar with, you've worked with Noted before, but then all right. of a sudden you notice something, you notice that there are these, these uh, women that are popping in and what is it that they're doing? And it kind of piqued your curiosity. And right. then that took you to another avenue down another road where now you're doing your own research, you're looking into it, come across Sophia Martin, for those who don't know, another person who's out there and um, I believe she's operating out of Philadelphia. And then that leads to another avenue of researching and that takes you down another road. And eventually you find what eventually becomes SheBoss Mobile and, and you right. start to build your brand. Tell us, can you give us a little bit of background about who you are personally? Can you, can you tell us, because that's that journey, that whole trajectory from, from leveraging what, is a, a job, right? It's traditionally mm -hmm. a job and you're taking the insights and the tools that you get from being inside this environment. And you're saying, all right, I see what they're doing. I see how right. successful they are. Let me find out more about this. So where did that come from? What, what, what were you like as a, as a young woman, as a young girl? And um, give us a little bit of background about your history and sort of did, where did that that insight sort of come from? Did you develop that over over the course? Of oh your my life? goodness, I'm getting personal now. <laughs> we want to know. We want to know. We want to get to know so, who you are. Give us, let us know. So Grisal is from the Bronx, born and raised in the Bronx. Um, my in the Puerto Rican family. My mom is Puerto Rican. Uh, my dad's Dominican, but I was not brought up with him. I met him later on when I was 16. I bumped into him in a bodega, and I found out that was my dad. <laughs> <laughs> so that that was that part we want to get personal now um but Griselle was you know again she was brought up in the Bronx and the Bronx is not no uh it's not no kumbaya peaceful place okay I grew up watching my neighborhood fight against right across the street the other side of the street the other neighborhood um I grew up you know, hearing gunshots out the window. I grew up with robberies, you know, going on around me. I grew up with the struggle, but it was what I was known. It was what was like normal to me. Like the struggle was normal. Um, someone, you know, us going to the welfare office was normal. That was normal. But what I didn't want my son to have was that being his normal. So I knew I had to make a change and I knew I had to sacrifice. So me being the good company I was in, I knew I can transfer to another state. So Florida was on the list because my mom was here already. My mom had, you know, she she picked up and she left. She came to Florida. She redid her life over here. My brothers were over here. So I knew Florida was it. Uh, no one up and runs and comes to Spring Hill because <laughs> Spring Hill was not something that you, you know, would choose from a map. Normally people go to like Miami, Tampa, Orlando. They go to like the busy cities where you can find a lot of like New Yorkers there as well. But I knew I wanted different. I wanted change. And Spring Hill was it. Again, I was with the same company for 10 years. So managing was something I naturally did. I was a manager. I was a born leader. Um, I can tell you how I do something from point A to point Z. 
and I could make sure you know how to do it. So when that came into my Nori business, I knew I was naturally, I naturally showed people by blogging and my social media, how to do, you know, Nori work, how to correct, correct, you know, mistakes, how to promote your business. I didn't know people were charging for this. I naturally was showing people what I was doing a day-to-day life, what lessons I learned, right? Like Pavel Turney with verbiage, you know, I was teaching people, well, you have to ask about the verbiage. You can't just assume. And I thought people knew this. No, people actually charged to give this information out. But because us, me growing up in New York, when someone hustled and someone was selling something, everyone knew how to do it. Like everyone was so open about their business. If my neighbor was selling, you know, coquitos, like coconut ices in the summer, you know, she'll go ahead and pass on the recipe. There was no secret. Everyone was, you know, promoting each other's business, helping each other out. Um, and Florida is a little different. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little different. Everyone's like top secret, you know, you need the code to get in. Um, yeah. But I wasn't used to that. I was just so used to like the open, like the welcoming. Um, so I don't know. I don't know. Like I'm, I'm a boss. Like she boss came from, cause I'm a boss. I'm a natural boss. Um, I'm always going to find a way to make money to, I'm always been like a workaholic. I always, you know, worked from a very young age. If I wanted the the latest pair of Jordans, I already knew I had to, you know, (laughs) create a plan of how I'm going to hustle and get that money. (laughs) So again, it was my, naturally, I knew how to hustle. I knew how to be a boss. What did you see yourself doing at this time in your life? Honestly, when I, cause when you get comfortable, right. With a good company, you get comfortable. You see yourself just leveling up with that company. You don't see yourself looking outside the box. It wasn't until the pandemic that I had to really realize shit. Like, I don't want to do this anymore. Like you telling me I have to get off the phone. My son's over here needing help on how to get back on zoom and he needs help um, with his homework and I can't get on the phone because you're watching me while you at home you're watching the, the camera store the, the store cameras and like oh gee you're too much on the phone you know it's Charlie off the phone you, you need to you know get to the client as soon as the client comes in that door it wasn't cutting it it just wasn't cutting it me working six days a week for someone else wasn't cutting it like I just I just had to leave that environment and honestly me jumping ship and getting this extra income, getting in rooms that I never thought I would get in was all worth it. Like, so before notary, before she boss, I probably will have seen myself being safe, you know, staying with the company again, safe. Um, Cause I, that, that hustle was getting tiring. But when the pandemic happened, it, it just sparked a whole fire under me. And I was like, all right, let's get it. What are we doing? Are we doing field inspections? Oh, okay. You know, <laughs> we're doing mystery shops. Oh, okay. We're doing social media. We're doing blogging. We're doing one-on-ones, digital products. Oh, okay. Like, let's do it. Like, we have a whole list of different ways you can hustle. Yeah. What, what do you think is for, obviously, you have a lot of skills. You have a lot of talent. Is You have a lot of transferable skills as well, especially from personal life. It sounds like you're bringing that over into the business world. What, what are the things yeah. that you think you naturally, I mean, your energy is very inviting and 
you have a personality and an aura that is uh, very um, is very attractive. And so, what do you think are the what what qualities that you naturally or you maybe see that loan signing agents or people who are in this industry what 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 do you naturally do that you would um, or you naturally have that you would uh, tell another person who was interested in this? What do you think that what type of characteristics? Um, should a quality person in this industry have? Find a solution yourself. Um, I get so many messages or when I'm on Facebook groups, I see, hey, I need a mentor. I need a mentor. I need a mentor. Hey, I just got my commission. I need a mentor. And it's just like, ask yourself why you wanted to do this. First of all, second of all, what did you learn? Like, did your state not require you to take a test? a class that's right like, so i i just get a little confused because i see that now so many people are so dependent on that let me hold your hand and teach you where you know with me sometimes working at corporate it was like a sink or swim type of thing like you gotta make it happen you gotta make these numbers happen you gotta make these you know when i worked at um fed's office we had a quote to meet I was in charge of making sure our profit, you know, and loss wasn't a positive, like making sure our profit wasn't a positive. So that taught me how I handled the back end of stuff in my Nori business. Um, if I was wasting too much money here on supplies, okay, let me, let me see how I can cut back. What is going on? You know what? She's not getting donuts this week. <laughs> like, okay, let me see if this, if Office Depot um is charging this for this amount of paper let me see where else I can get a discount at like you start trying to figure out ways to cut back companies do it all the time right they cut back they cut back on your hours all right it's your business how can you cut back um so I knew driving that was an increase of gas um all right so how can I make up for that money how can I earn more money passively right so that's where um, digital products came from. That's where one-on-ones came from. Um, another thing is when I was working at FedEx office, we had to help create business cards and flyers for companies and banners. So I already knew that whole world. I already knew how to mess with Canva. Right. We mess with Canva. First of all, if a client came in and they needed something right there and then, I don't know Photoshop and all this other stuff, but I knew Canva. I'm going to go ahead and create your, your product for free. Here's your file. Do you like it? Okay, I'm going to still charge you that extra digital creation fee, even though I use a free platform. They don't know that. They just know their business card was created. So that was something else that came into mind when, it's, when it was this business. Like, okay, I'm not going to pay anyone to create my stuff. I'm going to create it myself. I'm going to figure it out. And that's just something I wish more notaries knew how to do. Just figure figure it out without having to rely on someone else so heavily. Mm. Because yeah. the way they do things might not be the way that it's supposed to be done. And we all know there's scammers out there. We all know, you know, coaches that were scamming. Oh, yeah, you're going to go ahead and I'm going to coach you here. Watch these YouTube videos. Like we, we, we all know of a person or two that we heard in these notary streets that were scamming people. So, um, and I, I actually, <laughs> I actually had a, um, I want to say a scam coach 
So I you live. Want to make I you want to put them on blast? Nah, I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> <laughs> but just do your research first. Um, figure it out on your own first before you reach out to anyone and want that one-on-one um how to hold my hand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh monetizing your skills definitely um uh, sounds like it's very important to you. And it is a message that you talk about a lot. And, um, you know, you're, you're living it. You're showing people how exactly how you took skills that you are naturally, you know, great at. And then what you learned in the corporate world and how you're applying it to your own life, which I think is amazing. I think it's things that uh, some people probably underestimate. And uh, you're showing people how to do that. So what, what about taking the leap? Finally, you know, what, can you describe what that felt like when you finally took that leap? What was that so, like? It was a mess. <laughs> It was a mess. It was a mess because my t- I had no time management. You would think I had to know. I knew that when I clocked in, I had to get this set of things done before I clocked out, right? Or if not, you know, I might I might get a, a called into the office or something. When it comes to your own business, I had to learn the hard way. You have to have that own that same mentality. You have to have that same thought process. Why are you jumping, you know, when this person says do something, but when you need to make this post or reach out to this individual, you're like, ah, okay, I didn't get it done today. It's all right. I'll get it done tomorrow. So I had to learn the hard way how to really get organized and have that time management. And I still struggle with time management. Um, but it's something, again, I had to build on. So taking the leap was not as clean and sweet that everyone made it seem like. Um, you really need to have your finances in order, people. If you're going to take the leap, please talk about yeah, talk about make that. sure you have your finances in order, okay? So I took the leap and I was my own boss. Are you a notary or considering becoming one? Are you curious about how you can help families with power of attorney documents? We're here to help. Our three-day interactive workshop will explain the intricate details of power of attorney documents and how notaries can help families with them. We'll cover topics such as What is a power of attorney document? How to prepare a power of attorney document? What are the legal requirements for a power of attorney document? how to authenticate and notarize a power of attorney document, and more. This workshop will help you gain hands-on experience with power of attorney documents so you can confidently help families with this important legal matter. Sign up for our three-day live interactive workshop at tigerslive.com today. For over two years, straight up, I was dependent on loan signing. 90% of my business was loan signing. And damn, when it slowed down, oh, I fell flat on my face. So now here I am like, all right, what are we doing? <laughs> How are we getting that extra income? Um, I thought, all right, I took the leap. I'm, I'm trying to figure things out. I was thinking the best thing was to open up another business mm-hmm. instead of building and focusing on what I had now on what I was amazing at doing, what I enjoyed. So I don't know if you guys know this, but I ran a drug testing um, office for a good uh, six to seven months. I was doing drug testing so you and fingerprinting. I had a contract 
with uh, a company called Fieldprint. And basically they give you the, 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 the scan, the electronic um, machine. Um, they give you everything. They give you the scan, the computer, the whole setup. They give you this, this whole setup that's worth $10,000. But all you have to do is be open five days a week, six hours a day. Sounds like a whole other, another W-2. That's what it sounds like. But all I kept seeing was like, all right, well, notary is slow, right? So I'm going to do this. So here I am getting a cut, a small cut from just that portion, from that company. And then I started adding drug testing. So people would come in with their job, you know, um, with a letter from their job saying they need to get a drug test. And I would go ahead and prep the bathroom and collect urine. And I just remember like, I was, what did I do? (laughs) Like, I really thought business was slow. So let me open up another business. So when I say I learned some lessons, I learned some lessons. Jumping ship may not be as clean, okay? The the ocean, it could be crazy, all right? Sometimes those waves are too high and you can't see, you know, where you're going. That's exactly what happened. Um, At the moment, it felt great because I had another business. But profit, no, profit was definitely on the loan signing side, on the notary side. Um, this other business for like a whole W-2 again, I felt trapped. Uh, but <laughs> I was like, no, I cannot be, I cannot be the shrimp, you know, the bottom feeder. Like I cannot, no. So I had to really close shop up and pretty much start from fresh, go back out there and market um, and get into other things. So like field inspections, um, we are notary first. And I keep telling people that we are notaries first. Learn how to make money as a notary. Loan signing sounds amazing, but it might not always be the most profitable thing. So I definitely started increasing my Google, started being active on Google, um, following up, answering my phone. <laughs> That's yeah. the main one. Answer your phone. <laughs> Um, I just really started hitting hard on what I know I do great at, which is loan signing, notary, that type of work. Yeah, and uh, there are some comments in the in the oh, I didn't conversation. They saying that yeah, you saved some people from adding that to their company. So it's kind of switching gears and then talking about loan signing specifically and talking how how closely should somebody follow the real estate industry in itself. Do you, are you a fan of real estate? And people say real estate and they say, you know, that can mean a bunch of different things. It could be investment. It could be house flipping. It could be loan, hard lending. It could be um, inspections. It, I mean, that term real estate is, is really a very large umbrella term. It could even be mean just mortgages. It can mean, you know, uh, just how how much you know the shift and changes in 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 interest rates. It's I mean there's just so many. Things, but let me for somebody to be as successful and to enjoy the industry as much as you do because you certainly seem like this this is yeah. this is your area especially. How closely do you are you involved or do you like keep up with the trends and is that something that is a part of that success? Um. Believe it or not, I don't keep up with the Joneses. Like, I don't keep up with the trends as much as people would think. Um, There is, this field is so big. 
um, I was just talking to a notary yesterday. And um, so she is a transaction coordinator, wow. which means she started as a notary. She is a notary. She's a notary. Of course, she's still commissioned, but because she fell in love with real estate and um, she just wants to do something quite different, but she doesn't have a real estate license, but she's still working for realtors. So she's coordinating their closings. She's making sure they are reaching um, if they have, you know, a, a survey at a particular day or an inspection, she is their coordinator. She's their manager for that transaction. So she knows all the due dates, keeping documents in order. Um, and she's in, she's in New York too. So I just thought that was interesting how you can start from being a notary like I did and just fall in love with real estate. I, you know how people are like, oh, when did you fall in love with hip hop? I fell yeah. in love with real estate when I started, um, becoming when I became a notary yeah. I was in these rooms and the conversations that was being said around me was mind-blowing I you know I I don't own property but I know that's the goal maybe not to live but definitely to rent um I definitely see the different types of income generating the benefits right I didn't know what was a trust until I was at a table and I see trust verbiage. And I'm like, what, why? Like, why do you do this? Mm. Um, I'm at a table and you got parents buying property for their son or daughter who's in college now for they can have their own roommates and they can basically be um, their landlord. Like, yeah. oh no, I'd rather have my son, you know, worry about the worry about his schoolwork than having to worry about paying, you know, a high rent. So I don't mind, you know, charging them half the half the mortgage while we take care of it because schoolwork comes first. And I'm just like, adopt me. Like, how <laughs> like just being these tables and these conversations. Um, sometimes you, you know, you and you at a table and you look at the person and you don't know what the person do, right? So you try to figure out what they do for a living and you'd be surprised how much knowledge they have, whether it's on real estate stocks, whatever it is. So I just fell in love with the unknown. Like there's so many levels to this, so many levels to this. And I'm still learning, like I said, so being that table with, I'm talking about investors, flippers, even people who just do inspections and like the 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 knowledge they have and what's needed, it's just mind blowing. Like I'm, I do want to go further more into real estate. Um, I am taking my class to become a realtor, only because I do want to be um a property owner. Like I want to have rentals. I want to go back to New York and be like, yeah, y'all paying me now. <laughs> like that is my dream like I want to have a condo looking over um you know the city like that's it's gonna happen you don't want a brownstone in Brooklyn oh <laughs> how much is that how much is that going for <laughs> and millions man over Two million. a million for sure for sure <laughs> the the benefits of this field you I mean you outlined it perfectly that's beautiful some of the benefits that you learn just by virtue of being inside of those rooms being at that table seeing I mean you're literally in people's business you can see how much money they have in their accounts what their credit scores are 
what are they intending to do with some of these things? It's fascinating. I be nosy. I be nosy. I be, I be <laughs> reading through all those documents. How much you earn a year? Damn. Okay. Like I go into these homes and sometimes they probably look at me like, oh, look at this poor little girl. Cause I be, <laughs> I be going in like my mouth open, like <laughs> looking around, I be asking questions. Like, oh, how old this house is? Oh, <laughs> Oh, like, oh, I like the Spaniard style. And I'm just like looking, throwing words out there. You don't have no pets? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I'm just nosy. Like, I, I need to know what they do. And I want to know how they did it. You know, a lot of the times um, when I get really comfortable with the signers and they start talking to me, I learn it's from generation. Like, they pass down the properties from generation to generation. And again, um, when you try and have generational success and what's that word? Generational, uh, what is that word? Say it. You talk a lot about generational wealth. Yeah, generational wealth. Um, What does that mean to you? That's everything right now. Because honestly, when my mom goes, she's not leaving me nothing but probably debt. Like she's not, she don't have anything to leave me. Because she's she's an old Puerto Rican. She she got a lot of gold chains, her gold rings. So I'll probably keep that. But she has nothing else to be honest. And that's just not something I want to leave my son. I want to leave my son a legacy. You know, it's a, it's a different, it's a different time. There's knowledge that's out there right in front of us for free. Um, so again, I'm just learning by, you know, YouTubing, following people on Instagram, learning about all these different businesses that you can do, um, and how to keep, you know, how to keep a property. You can use that money to, you know, you can refinance, buy another property, right? You just start being nosy and start learning all these little different tricks that people are doing to um, keep property in their family, keep generational wealth going. And that's what I'm trying to do. Hey, Jessica. Right. Sorry. Yeah. How do you know your mom don't have $5 million stashed somewhere? She don't How do got you... nothing. She don't got nothing. <laughs> How do you know she don't have a boat somewhere? Just listen. $800 million just stashed in the mountain somewhere. How do you know? I am I am the only girl out. She has four kids. I have an older brother. It's me and two younger brothers. And I'm the only one in my family who really be talking about real estate, who talk about, you know, buying a property, you know, back in New York, or let's go to Puerto Rico and buy a property by the ocean, you know, like, or even here in Florida, I'm the only one who's always talking about property. And, and they're like, mm, nah, we good. And I'm just like, come on try and get them on the board but you know what it's okay i'm gonna show them <laughs> yeah, i'm gonna show yeah. them That's it. you're definitely a, a teacher it's definitely get i get the impression that you are a teacher you en- enjoy it you enjoy, enjoy sharing it. the knowledge that's something that is a quality that is something that uh you don't you know it's 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 tough to bring out in people, but, you know, it seems something that you're natural. I think that's why people gravitate towards you. So tell us something about the culture of, of loan signing and as it as it uh, pertains to uh, notary. Loan signing is a subset of the notary public industry, right? There's several different moving parts of, of uh, the notary industry. And I think sometimes people get that confused. I think sometimes people can lump a lot of it in together. And as you know, it's not quite like that. It's, in the beginning, it may seem that way, maybe introduced to the loan, to the notary industry 
by someone who kind of um, presents it that way. But tell us a little bit something about um, loan signing in particular, as uh, you know, as it as it pertains to the notary industry and the culture, the language of loan signing, how you're so well versed and how you're able to get clients because you know it so well. Tell us something about what, what, what is it about loan signing that is so attractive and how is it differentiated between like all the other stuff that notaries sort of get involved in? I think there's a, first, I think there's a huge um, misunderstanding about loan signing. Um, when it comes to like notaries coming in, their goal is ultimately to become a loan signing agent as if that's the, I made it point. And it's really not. Um, it's just another avenue. Um, honestly, I know tons of notaries who are just focusing on estate planning and they're, you know, six figure earners and they don't have that cocky attitude of I made it. <laughs> um, and I think it's just how social media presented it, to be honest, right? Right. you it looks fancy it looks it looks rich <laughs> like you at this table with the realtor the title agent um you go into these big homes and you feel like oh wow this is it and it, it's not it, it's not it actually it's easier for you to get sued <laughs> yes. yes which is a great point because that's I, that's something that it may not be very clear but when you have a stack of documents and right. they don't read it they never read it but they sign it and then you right. don't you tell them about it and then yeah it's um it's something that could definitely end up you know landing you in court because if something doesn't go like florida is a great place people want to live there people want to move there but a lot of people have money in florida and mm -hmm. they're not stupid they're smart people and oh yeah you could end up getting sued and saying the wrong thing so yeah i agree with you there yeah. saying the wrong things um trying to play realtor or title officer like no know your role you can state the document what it is but don't be trying to find out why why you need this um also remember your job is to notarize and you need to know how to notarize what does your notarial certificate requires right is it required to have the people's name in that paragraph? The if it's in person or if it's online, like what is it? Um, so I feel like I gravitate, well, title officers or even signing, um, um, signing service owners, they gravitate towards me because I put that information out there. I make it known that I know what I'm doing just by simply blogging and talking about it. And again, that's my passion. I had signing service owners reach out to me like I need to work with you and I'm like really well hello like what database are you on if I could sign up like <laughs> is the money right what, what, what are we talking about so I have people that follow me on social media and they're like I just saw your name on the list and like signing order but you're not near um this city would you pop is there a way you can go here still and handle this what's the money like like <laughs> let's talk about it um also, I don't know if you guys know this, but because I was a loan signing agent, well, I am a loan signing agent and I have my social media and I, I am passionate. I was also able to go in the back end of stuff and be a scheduler for a signing service owner. 
So my name is Melissa. She's in Arizona, two different time zones. And I was still able to help her in her business. She wanted me basically to run her business. She's a one man show, run her business while she went on vacation, while she had to be off. Um, So there were several times I took over. And when I say take over, I mean, email directly to title, um, getting the notaries to, you know, um, successfully complete these signings, looking over documents, chasing these notaries down, making sure they did the damn signing, (laughs) had to correct mistakes, like, and me being in that field and being hands-on and correcting title because they're not perfect, okay? They'd be misspelling words, leaving out documents. I had to catch these things. Um, You got notaries catching attitudes because I had to tell them to go back and get this signed. So being in that, I was like, I respect you guys. That's not for me. I, mm. I told her, I was like, there was one situation where um, she almost lost a client pretty much um, because the notary was just so irresponsible and very unprofessional. And it, it made me look like shit too, because here I am after this notary, the notary ghosted me when I need corrections done. So Tyler was like, if you ever go on vacation again, I don't want her taking over. To you? To me. Like, I couldn't take over her signing business because of this one situation that happened. So I had, like, that situation, I couldn't sleep. I was like, you know what? I thought if you're a signing service owner or if you own your own, like, you know, academy or whatever, like, you you run things. It was going to be smooth because I was thinking about just opening up a signing service full blown and not doing this anymore, but it is not smooth. It's not, no, it was very stressful and you don't sleep because you just thinking about these documents and going and chasing these notaries. So I really, um, I learned a lot from that situation and I just know I, I don't want to have a signing service. Um, I can recommend notaries and take a cut, right? A referral. Okay. I'll go ahead and take a cut. But to actually be fully involved and no, no, not not what an important lesson that was. Listen to that. That's me. That tells me that the trajectory or the course that a lot of notaries will take, especially as the market shifts, people look for other avenues, then the natural progression to a lot of people. It may it may seem obvious that oh the next level is to become a, the owner of a signing service and what you're telling what you're saying that experience alone it it sheds a lot of light for me it wasn't worth it. it it wasn't worth it I mean signing service owners right there people don't know this but us notaries we are all come especially in the same area right I'm in Spring Hill so I know the other notaries that's in Spring Hill loan signing agents are competing with the same title offices. They want the same title offices, right? The local ones. So I know I'm not the only one dropping by, emailing them, calling them, showing up in open houses. I know I'm not the only one. There's They're doing the same thing. Signing service owners are doing the same thing. They're not friends. It's all competition. So that I also had to learn that it's it's a doggy dog world out here sometimes. So you cannot put all your eggs in one basket. Um, again, being a loan signing agent, it's presented as a luxurious thing. You made it, but it's a lot of headache as well. It's a lot of work. Um, 
you can get sued easily. You can get blacklisted easily. I had to blacklist a notary. Um, <laughs> um, there's just so much that can happen. So have those avenues, explore those avenues and don't put all your eggs in one basket. Listen, a lot of lessons learned, a lot of game being spit, a lot of interesting documents and uh, uh, <laughs> documents are interesting uh, uh, information to being shared. Um, we're going to jump into some questions. I know there are people who are probably dying to ask you a lot of things. They probably not. Uh, I hope so. Ask away. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The, you know, it's, again, we're sitting here with Griselle Marte. She is the um, illustrious owner of Sheepboss Mobile. So you guys, you know, I've got some hands raised. And, you know, if you got something to say, you can definitely come off of mute and, uh he said there's Jim Jones Kool-Aid. You got people who are saying, LaShonda saying you're dropping jewels. Jessica says, wow. You know, she says she got money sitting in her Bible. Talk about your mom. She <laughs> <laughs> got $5 million stash in the book of uh, Jeremiah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, definitely people are feeling what you're saying and definitely dropping a lot of heat. So we definitely appreciate that. Hey, so let's open up the forum tech for uh, yeah. Dawn. She has a question. Dawn, you're live and on the air. Let's go. I love that. Hi, she boss. Hey, <laughs> How are you? This has been great. Thank you, thank you, thank you for being here because I was scared. All right, oh. I told you I needed some backup. <laughs> you know, I like going places by myself. <laughs> you know, I got you, sis. You know, but you you are doing amazing, and I knew you would. But I have a question for you, honey. Um, and I think this is um. Uh, an important question. I, I want to know your perspective on this. In your opinion, would you say that loan signing taught you how to be an entrepreneur? What it would take to to actually run a notary business? Oof, yes, it did. I'm telling you, yes, it did. It <laughs> as a loan signing agent, right? You have to have time management. You need to know where your income is coming from, um, where um, your expenses are going. Um, man, you have to make sure you are marketing. You have to be like a marketing genius, a pro. Uh, I've learned along the way, right? So I, I had to learn, all right, she boss in all platforms, by the way, follow me on all platforms, she boss mobile, um, color schemes, uh, hashtags, who I'm following is major, right? In the whole marketing field. Um, I also have to learn how taxes, right? Who hasn't paid me? Who's paying me? What can I write off? I had to work with, you know, CPAs, things like that. Um, so as an entrepreneur, it definitely helped me. It put my hustle back on, my hustle pants on. Cause like I said, I was comfortable. And then I had to basically be comfortable being uncomfortable like I really had to hustle out there and be consistent with communication making sure I'm updating my profiles my pictures even on even on signing order on all these platforms you sign up with right even if you don't do some loan signing make sure you update your stuff make sure they know you're still commissioned make sure they know that you still have a background check um because you just never know um, when you will say yes and when you are needed. So make sure you're active out there. 
Um, so yes, it definitely created the entrepreneur that I'm, I'm now. Um, not doing loan signing only, but just being a notary overall because there's so many avenues. If I wasn't a notary, I wouldn't have known I can do weddings. I can do because he in Florida, you can do you can do weddings. You could be a wedding efficient by just being a notary because they need to notarize that document. Um, I didn't know I could do field inspections. I thought I had to have a uh, take a class, a degree. I literally signed up with um this one particular company called something S-U-T-T-O-N. And they said, Well, are you are you a notary? I'm like, Yeah, I'm a notary. Like, well, do you have a smartphone? Well, yeah, I have a smartphone. Oh, so you're good at scanning and you're good at taking pictures. Yes, I am. Well, can you get, it was like a measuring, they, they require certain things. Like it was like a measuring um, wheel and a, I think it was like a 50 foot pole with something I could put my phone attached and to take roof pictures. And I'm like, yeah, I can do that. That's it. Like, do I have to take a course or something? They're like, no. I'm like, oh, so you background check? Yeah, I just did a background check. Perfect. S- submit those documents. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I thought, you know, it was just, it was going to be difficult, but no. And honestly, it just opened up a whole other world, different side hustles. Hmm. You didn't have to bring in bagels. And I didn't have to bring in bagels. <laughs> <laughs> Donuts is my thing. Donuts is yeah, my thing. <laughs> that's my thing too. Every Sunday. <laughs> so we got a question from Instagram uh, from black underscore NS says, they're interested in estate planning. How how would they get started in something like estate planning? Can you speak on that? Yeah, sure. So, okay, make sure you're a notary, you're active first, right? Who are you who are you marketing to? So, estate planning, you will market to lawyers. Um, you're going to market to uh, family lawyers especially. Um, you can go ahead and make sure you have your Google business page active and make sure you put those trigger words those estate planning, notary, um, power attorney, wills, things like that. Um, who's calling you? Yeah, the attorneys are going to call you, but more the family is going to call you first before the attorney calls you. So the family members, the daughter, you know, the sister, they're going to call you first for their mom's um, will or power attorney. So who are you? Who's your market? You need to market to your community. So make sure you are using Google your Facebook, your, your social media outlets to tell them that you do estate planning. You're going to put estate planning everywhere, basically. That's what I do. I'm a notary. Everyone's going to know I'm a notary everywhere, every type of platform. If you want to know who's looking for uh, a notary that can do estate planning, go on Facebook, type in notary, look, um, looking for a notary to do a POA. And I bet you a post is going to pop up and you're going to comment under that post and tell them, I am a notary that can do a power of attorney. Did, did you um, find help already? If not, let me assist you. There's ways, there's ways. But definitely, you know, keep keep marketing your notary business because you are a notary. If you want to go ahead and narrow it down to estate planning, then you're going to go ahead and make sure you use estate planning on everything you do. Put that bitch on everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Shout out, I hope that helped out Black NS. Um, we got a, she boss, you got IG lit up right now. Um, we got another question. Um, Live Nessa got, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. IG rocks with you heavy. Live Ness Garcia says, I've been a notary for one year 
but started to take it serious in the past five months, but I keep making so many mistakes. Any advance, please. What course did you take? Um, if you notice you're making mistakes, what kind of mistakes, first of all, like notary mistakes, like miss a signature, miss a She's under charging, probably. If it's charging, <laughs> is it charging? That's what she's saying. No, I'm just kidding. Oh. Man, revisit that course. You didn't take it serious enough. To be honest, um, revisit. There's so much uh, free information out there. Um, if you need a mentor, if you need a mentor, definitely get with someone. Um, I would say that know your state's rules and regulations. Um, get with someone that's in your state who's highly recommended. Um, that's my main, that's my number one thing. Yeah. Did I answer the question? That scared me. You don't want to get blacklisted or sued, girl. You better stop. You better st pause for a second and get that knowledge <laughs> first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah notary is serious people uh, you know it's it seems like it's all fun and games and it is it's a lot of fun but you know you are a very important yes. part of a very yes. large uh, process or transaction so oh you know it's definitely a lot of fun but i agree with you you know it's it can be fearful when people make mistakes and, and whatnot and everything can don't, be, don't be afraid of investing yeah, your knowledge like people are so afraid of, of spending money like, I'm not even going to tell you how many people trainings I bought, okay? <laughs> but don't be afraid of investing and not this. There's tons of training out there. Um, find out exactly where your flaws are. If you don't know how to be a notary or know how to notarize, then right, start from one. People are so focused on, oh, I need to know all these documents. No, you need to know how to notarize because these documents are not even going to be recorded. The county, if they're not notarized correctly. You know, people are going to miss funding if these documents are not notarized correctly. So know how to notarize. Go back to square one and don't be afraid to switch up, um, you know, whatever training you took. Don't be afraid to invest and take another person's training. Is that a hand from Jessica? Jessica. Go ahead, girl. <laughs> hey, good afternoon, everyone. Um, happy to be here with you guys. So I do have a question kind of pertaining to what you just mentioned about trainings. Um, so you mentioned that you took a lot of trainings, Grizel. Is there something in particular that you wish were in more trainings that you think should be definitely implemented for future trainings? So when I took, thank you, Jessica, for your question. When I took um, loan signing trainings, at the beginning of these trainings, everyone said, well, you're a notary now, so we're going to go straight to loan signing. Not realizing that we or, you know, the notaries coming into this, they needed more help knowing how to notarize these documents, knowing what verbiage to look for or how to correct this verbiage. Um, everyone just took notary how to notarize documents so lightly, and they weren't really focusing on that. They were just focusing on, all right, we're going to go ahead and I'm going to tell you what this document is. And I'm also going to tell you how to, you know, how to market to your lenders or how to market, you know, to your title officers. It's like, okay, that's great. But how do I make sure these documents are notarized correctly? So again, if you're looking for loan signing um, training, just you have to make sure you know how to notarize because a lot of these trainings do not go over that. They skip it because they feel like, okay, you're already here. Interesting. 
Interesting. So that's the part that was missing from uh that's an integral part about you know your overall success is knowing the documents, what you're saying. Or mm -hmm. no, I'm not knowing the documents. Well, no, yeah, how to notarize. So when I have Zooms, um, I always go over how to notarize a document, how to correct, like if a stamp is too light or something, how to correct that as well, how to do corrections in your certificate. But of course, every state is different. Every state's requirements are different. So I always tell them like, okay, this Florida requirement, you know, Florida needs you to put what kind of ID they showed you. If they were in person or online, what state, what county you're actually in doing the notary part and notarizing those documents, meaning the client. So I always go over that part at the beginning of anything because I just feel like that's the most important part. And it's always the, the thing that's missing from these trainings. Cause they just, people just tend to skip over it. Like, okay, you're already here. So you know how to notarize. Let's keep on going. And half the time notaries don't know what they don't know. And they come in thinking, all right, um, I'm a notary, but I really want to be a loan signing agent. So I'm going to ignore what I just learned and just try to memorize all these documents. And that's not, that's not what you're supposed to be doing. She's showing y'all how to make money or she's showing you how to not to lose money. So you know, hopefully yeah. y'all are taking notes, especially people who are just interested in, um, you know, getting into this area. Right. Don't yeah. lose money. <laughs> Notarize correctly. Man, I remember one time I was um so this notary scanned back her documents and she was really confident on the phone. So you know, I gave her the signing. I was excited to work with her. I get these documents back. Her why your stamp is always on top. Why is it above your notarial? What is going on here? I don't need you to stamp all the way up here on the top of the header of the document when your part is down here and you talking about, oh, my stamp was too big. So that's not a thing. <laughs> that's enough. First of all, you print the paper on letter size. You're supposed to print on legal. But <laughs> so that's another thing, like learning when to print on what. Um, I always recommend having two size stamps. I have a bigger one, a smaller one. Um, and just knowing like it's invalid if your stamp is high up here, like that's not how you do things. So know how to notarize. Clean it up, dog. <laughs> Clean it up. Clean it up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, she's dropping the jewels. You know, you talked about being a fan of uh New York hip hop and uh, uh -oh. what, what's in your playlist when you're headed to a you got a last minute signing. I called you, I need you to get down to Spring Hill down the street. Can you please get there as soon as possible? What do you have? You have Dipset in your uh, in your car. What do you what do you listen to? Um, it's so funny because obviously this music that's out now, I don't really like. Um, <laughs> so I will play music literally from like the '90s and early 2000s. So I'm still listening to like like Eminem. I'm still listening to like 50 Cent. I do listen to Dipset. Um. R&B like Jagged Edge like things like that like I'm still listening to like those 90s and early 2000s because this music now I'm just like uh, you're a munch what like, <laughs> like I don't like I just can't I can't deal with the the hip-hop from today I do like Cardi B that is my guilty pleasure but <laughs> I gotta hide it from my son <laughs> uh <-oh. laughs> shout out to Cardi B we love Cardi B <laughs> All right, yeah. So oh yeah, so I have you looking at the list of supplies because people always ask me what supplies I need. Um, where did you get this? So I just say, you know what, let me make a free doc where I have a list of supplies. 
you can go ahead and click on these supplies. And obviously what I learned is affiliate marketing is major. So I do have this associate to Amazon. So I do get some type of cut from Amazon. That is the way to go when you're sharing information. Um, but this is a free list. Like if you want to know where I got my clipboard that everyone loves that I bring, um, especially when I'm doing, you know, notary work for the community. I have my little certificates inside, my pens, my journal. D there you go. Like in my link in my bio, I literally have so many free marketing, well, free materials. I have a list of supplies. I have loan documents, um, calendar from the NNA. Um, you can try notary gadget for free. I got this free apostille resource here that helped me as well. Um, it's just a list of things that you can literally find for free if you if you search for it. So I made it all easy and I have it in my uh, link in my bio. There's a lot of, there will be a lot of people who enter into this industry and there will also be a lot of people who go. What would you say to people who are maybe on the verge of bowing out? They're thinking about, you know what? Maybe this ain't what I thought. This ain't working out quite like it's I- okay. Yeah, It's okay. I, I'll be lying to you if I, if I would tell you, oh no, everyone loves it. Everyone's doing this. No, um, I have like, for example, my good friend, Suli, is she on here? She might not be on here, but she is a notary in New York. Um, and she said, this is not it. She did, she started the weddings. Like if you, if you were watching, um, following Stamper, like over a year ago, two years ago, she was on his platform heavily. She's a Dominican chick from New York and she was promoting her weddings and how to be a wedding official. And she has a course out there and she made bank doing weddings, especially during the pandemic. Cause you can do it on online. And she was literally in her in her house, um, marrying people, making you know two three hundred dollars, uh, um, uh, whatever a transaction, and she said, "Hey, you know, just this is just not it." So she did apostilles, and she's doing the coordinated, the transaction coordinated. She's the one doing it. So because you're a notary doesn't mean you have to stick to being a notary. If you don't like it, there's so many different avenues you can go to. And that's what I love about this industry. There's there's people focusing strictly on estate planning, strictly on weddings. On um, look at Dawn. She's doing apostille. She's doing estate planning, and she's making bank because she's not afraid to show you what's in her account. So so she's making money. Um, again, you don't have to be a loan signing agent. I know a lot of notaries that just is just not interested. They don't want to have to hassle waiting for documents, printing, rushing, and I personally, I love it. This is why I do it because I love it. I really have the passion for it, but it's not for everybody and it's okay. On to the next. Yeah, Don, I need to borrow $20 until Friday. Thanks. <laughs> Look, Don is, <laughs> and I love she has her team. Like she has her circle and um, her team ride hard for her. And I just love it. Wherever she show up, she show up in yellow and blue. And her whole team rocking yellow and blue. And you look at them like, who is it? What, what's going on? Who are they? You want to know more because she is a brand, okay? And she makes sure she rocks her brand heavy and she's always with her crew. And I love it. I love her support team. <laughs> Much love out there to Florida. So, so Grizel, you talked about being a getting 
into more into real estate and you know being an agent so what, what what's what's on the horizon for she balls mobile what is what can we expect and what do what was the picture of she balls mobile let's say i don't know three years five years from now what what can we expect to see from you oh i'm definitely going to be a landlord that's for sure that's no question about it um Oh, man. So a realtor is definitely in my list by the end of the year. That's no question about it. Circle back and I'll be like, yes, I did it. Um, <laughs> um, definitely a landlord. I want to be at the table giving notaries a chance. I want to be the one recommending people. I want to be the one recommending, you know, title offices. Yeah, I've had title offices write to me saying they're hiring. I'll ask them how the, you know, how the commission looking like, how the money looking like, and it's, it's not it. So I always like, you know, I always told them maybe in the future. So, but I kept them as connections, right? So I know when I'm a real estate agent, I know who I can recommend. I know who I can follow up with. Um, so become being a notary, I already have that circle. Um, I'm part of this group called Latinas on the Go. And they're in Tampa. Um, and it's basically a referral group. Um, and all these ladies in this group, they're entrepreneurs, they're bosses, um, they're entitled, they are, and they're lenders, they're attorneys, they're basically everything you need, right? Some of them, one lady, she just owns a flower shop, but we meet there. Like, <laughs> it's just, it's the convenience, it's the um, being a unit, being a team, um, that positive vibe. So I know if you put yourself in the right group with the right set of people, you are going to be, um, you're going to level up and be in places where you never even imagined. So I just recently joined this group. I've been in a couple of their meetings and I just love where I'm going. Mm. So yeah, real estate is, is I'm in love. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to be here forever. <laughs> mm. Mm. Yeah, I agree. I think a lot of people who are into notary, they naturally gravitate or they find themselves interested in real estate. And yeah, I'm no different. And I'm yeah. sure a lot of people will agree with you. Yeah, absolutely. All right. If we have any other questions out there, please, this is your chance right now. You're talking directly to She Bossman. You have direct access to her right now. You see her on Instagram. You see her on YouTube. see her everywhere. Scrolling. She's filling up my timeline. I can't even go on my Instagram without seeing 50 million posts from you. So, I mean, that just <laughs> so how active she is. And again, like I've always been a big fan of you. So it's really, uh, it's really kind of cool to talk Thank to you. you. Yeah. You, so you guys stick out because first of all, you guys are men, right? And there's not a lot of men doing this. When I first came on um, and became a notary, I was following Griffin and Griff, he, listen, we actually got on the phone one day Cause I told him how I wasn't um, given an assignment because I didn't have a mobile scanner. So then he called me and he, and when he's, he's passionate. Okay. So he's going to let you know how he feels about these coaches and trainers and <laughs> these title officers, whoever it is. So we were on the phone and I was like, I wonder if there's more people like him out here. <laughs> and then I found you and Tiger, I'm like, oh, so the men that are notaries, they're rough around the edges, huh? They real outspoken. 
So I was really like, oh, see, the girls are very like, you know, soft and glamour. You guys don't care. You guys come with a white tee and a hoodie. And <laughs> you, guys, you guys do your Zoom. And I just love it. I love the realness. I love the realness. <laughs> and I never know what to expect when I tune in. <laughs> you never know. You really don't. <laughs> it can't come out of left field. <laughs> no, it's definitely a lot of fun. And uh, uh, it's, you know, it's. It's a balance, you know, it's a lot of balance and definitely giving a lot a different picture, different perspective on this industry because it is a, it's a large industry. And there's some things that people just like you say, when you were just, you know, working in the store and then you got exposed to it, um, you know, some people, they're just getting exposed to this different side of it. So, yeah, but uh, this is the notary war room and this is what we do. This is how we get down, you know, tell people about it. This is uh, the place where you get to learn more about you know, the people that you constantly see on a daily basis. And it's kind of cool to, to, you know, learn a little bit about them and learn their backstory. So we appreciate oh, yeah. So we got a question out in uh, Instagram from Lee Vanessa Garcia. She says, how do you stay motivated, she boss? I wonder if she asked me this already. <laughs> so I stay, I stay motivated. Um, man, I, lo I love to eat. So... <laughs> <laughs> I love to eat. So I know if I want to keep eating and I know if I want to keep, you know, providing for my family, having this roof over my head, um, being able to be in my car, going to the beach when I want to, I need to keep going. I need to keep making these side hustles happen. Um, keep making the moves I'm making. And to be honest, I stay motivated by my audience too. Like they have played major, like a major impact on not only my success, but also my motivation um, and being a reason why I keep showing up. Like you guys have your feelings about Instagram, but I love Instagram and I love my family that I have on Instagram. I said for the month of March, I was going to take a time out of social media. I had tons of posts pre-scheduled on Canva. It was going to, you know, post it itself and stuff. But here I am every damn day talking on live or talking on, you know, on my stories and showing what a day in life is. So my son, he's been on spring break, but every day we've been doing something. So here I go um, showing you guys how I wake up early. I do a closing and then we go out and have fun. And it's just natural for me. It's not work. It's not work anymore to post. It's not work anymore to show you guys what I'm doing because I love it so much. Um, what I did take a time out from was answering those DMs because sometimes those DMs get crazy and everyone wants to know how to, how to. Um, and for those of you that have been DMing me on, on how to be a notary or how to do this and that, uh, just check my link in my bio and you can get everything you need there. I guarantee you, you can get everything you need right there, link in my bio, and I'll get you, I'll get back to you guys in a couple of weeks. <laughs> Uh, we got another question from Instagram. Uh, Bell Notary Gem says, how do you create social media posts? Do you create it ahead of time? For example, five posts for the week. Um, so what is the what is your method when it comes to creating posts? I don't have a crazy method. I know you see, you see me all the time on your timeline, but I want to say one post every two days. I do pre-schedule. So on Canva, when you go ahead and you type in um, Instagram portrait square or whatever Instagram post, you create your post, you make it yours. 
And then you're going to go ahead and click download and you're going to see a little scheduling option. You're going to go ahead and use that tool to schedule your post. You pick the date, pick the time, write your caption. Um, and you just schedule it. You don't think about it. Um, but I also, I also post when I'm, um, inspired, you know, the whole St. Patrick's day that was already, that was already, um, scheduled, but the day in the life that wasn't scheduled. I had to make the real, but it wasn't work. Cause I was inspired. I take content all day long. I'm driving. I'm recording. Um, I'm printing. I'm going to get a little clip of me printing paperwork. You know, like it's not, it's not a job anymore. Cause I enjoy it. Um, sometimes my son holds the camera and, you know, he just be recording me. He really know. I'll be like, okay, let's go outside. You gotta get me walking. Like he knows already. <laughs> like, and he loves that too. Um, you, I post when I'm inspired, but most of my posts are, you know, scheduled now. So I like that time. <laughs> you, you've made it into a lifestyle brand. Yeah. And that's why I need to make money from it. So I am going to take your suggestion and, and go hard on YouTube. Okay, I'm going to stop playing. But have the content. I just need to go switch it up. Because I was doing YouTube like my first year. And I don't know what happened. I just felt like it was a lot of work because I'm so comfortable and passionate with Instagram. Yeah, keep both. <laughs> I, I, need, I need you to turn up on them posts though. I need you. I need you to get that that email from Instagram that says, "Hey, uh, she boss, you posting too goddamn much." <laughs> they love me. They ain't gonna push, say that to me. <laughs> push, it, push it to the limit. They'll love you until you hit that marker, though. I promise you. Yeah. <laughs> There's a number you hit, and they'll they'll send you an email, and they'll say, "Hey, look, this is too much." I always, I always tell you this story. Um, mm -hmm. So Comfortable Closings, they had a networking event where they were teaching um, teaching some notaries, like the basics or whatever. So anyways, I went to, uh, his name is Calvin. I went to his event and he was interviewing a title officer. And here I am just eating my bread. And the title officer was like, Basically, she said there's a notary she follows and she really loves, she's really funny. And she was just going, you know, seeing all these good things. And I'm just like eating. And then she's like, I think her name is Sheba. So I'm like, and I didn't even follow her. So like, I know what I'm doing is working because I don't have to tell people, you know, put my name out there or recommend me to this person. My videos and my posts are reaching people already, you know, I don't even follow. So I know something's going on. I know something's working. And that is always a recommendation that turns into, it doesn't only turn into a dollar sign, but it turns into, you know, a, a better position, basically. Like, I know I'll be invited to rooms I wasn't invited to last year. So I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing. I think I'm doing a good job. Nori Nation says, shout to Calvin. Yeah, he's. He's he's dope. He's he's a beast. Um, I don't know if you guys know this, but Calvin from Comfortable Closings, he's a beast. Like every title office I know in Tampa work with him. Like he's a beast. He has a team. It's, he's not a one man show. He has a team. Um, and I was told by the streets he profited six figures. Profited six figures last year. So he's a beast. You know, he's a black young man too, and he's doing his thing. Congrats so to follow him. Definitely follow him. So, she boss, go ahead and uh, let people know how they can get in contact with you. 
uh, everything you got going on. I've been showing and sharing your screens of, of stuff that you got going on. But do you have any promotions for the for the family? So I have right now um, for the month of March, I do have 50% off my Etsy. Um, go in there. It's Women History. It's a promo code. Also on April 1st, I'm because I always get this question where what other avenues, how can I make um, money as a notary? So I have on my Luma, you're going to go ahead to my link in my bio, click on events. And I have five ways to make money as a notary for $5, five for five. All right. Like you can't go back. I'm going to show you what it is and how to get started. Um, so right now, this is my Etsy. So with my Etsy, you can see, why, why are you showing? Go ahead, scroll up, scroll up. So you, you can see what I have. Um, so again, you're going to see a lot of things from Gumroad here as well. I did have to take away a whole bunch of templates because I don't know if you guys know, when you create a template on Canva and you share the link, if that person does not create a copy of the template, when they edit the template, it becomes that template you're selling, you're going to see all their information. So I had to learn it the hard way. So I took off a lot of things. Also, there was a lot of my materials being sold on other people's Etsy profiles. So I had to go ahead and change things around and make it less templates and more PDFs. Um, that way, my name is on everything as well. And I do have... Okay, on the top right, I do have um, certificates for all states. So for all states, you're going to see if you're looking for, you know, your notorial certificate for New Jersey, but then you might have a best friend in, in you know, in Florida, purchase that notorial certificate package. You get one for each state. You get acknowledgement and a jurad. If you go down. Right there, it says all states and it has the state of the, yup, that right there. So people are always looking for certificates. So go ahead and I have all states right there. And again, 50% off. So how much is that one again? What's, that, what's that promo code again? Woman history, one word. Woman history. I'll put that in the chat. And I always like follow, go into my link in my bio, go into my events, type in your email for you can always get updates of, you know, any Zooms I'm having. I, I have free Zooms. I have, you know, low cost Zooms. There's going to be other Zooms coming in. It's going to be more in detail where we'd be partnering up with other people. Um, I used to be on a lot of other individuals platforms. And this year I said, you know, it's going to be my way and my rules. So I do have more Zooms that are just me because I want to teach you. Shut up. I want to teach you how I want to teach you. And I don't want the Nori police to be owing my, you know, my business. <laughs> the Nori police are real. They are real out here. <laughs> yeah, there's there's notary snitches out in these streets. <laughs> the fact. <laughs> hey, hey, yo, so check, check, check this out, you guys. You uh -oh. know she's from the Bronx, New York. She got the five dollar holler, yo. She got the five dollar holler. Get the two for five purple top, nigga. 
<laughs> Purple top. Five to five, five to five. There you go. But yeah, she has a lot of great resources, you guys. You guys have to check her out at She Boss Mobile, right? LLC. Yeah, she, you're gonna see She Boss Mobile. Um, when you go to link in my bio, I also have on my Amazon. I have journals. So these, it's these journals. It's not journals. It's planners. So mm -hmm. with the planners, you are going to be able to. I'm trying to look for one. Where's my planner? You're going to be able to organize your, you know, your work. You're going to be able to list down. If you don't want to use your Excel file, go ahead and use my planner. Um, get organized. You can list down your income. You can list down your expenses. You can list down companies you have to go back and revisit. Um, your, you know, what to do in a day. Um, there's also like puzzles in there to keep you um, going. There's tons of things. So I have on my Amazon, I have my uh, my journals there. And yeah, I think they're like 15 right now for March. There you go. Okay. T-Boss, they're going to get this work. They're going to get this work. Yeah. What The thing is, right, whatever you need, I have a solution. Like I have something for it. <laughs> You need to get organized. All right, there you go. You need something that's like free documents. There you go. You need to learn how to market. All right, I got that. Like, let's go. Let's, whatever you need. Link in my bio. Stop playing. <laughs> Shut up. Go over there. <laughs> <laughs> that's your bodyguard over there. Over the, yeah. And I'd be giving bonuses. Yes, Angie's like, and she'd be giving bonuses. So I wanted, I wanted to, she boss, I wanted to thank you so much for being thank on the you. show. You were fantastic tech. You were fabulous yes, you as were. usual, brother. Plug people scary. into what you got going on, brother. Yeah, well, I appreciate she boss too for, uh, you know, taking the notary war room on a mission today. So, you know, as always, you know, thank you everybody for uh, joining in. You can always go check out what I have going on at drtech.com. That's D-R-T-E-K-A.com, <laughs> drtech.com. I am Tekamaku. And uh, this is the Notary War Room. You know, you guys came and rocked with us. And as always, you know, greetings from the West Coast. I'm always here to bring you guys that West Coast Cali flavor that you can only find here. Drtech.com is where you can find out more about me. But thank you again, Brazil. Thank you for um, joining us today. Any last words that you want to give to the, uh, to the community? Anything else you want to say to us? any parting words that we maybe we, we didn't talk about anything else you want to leave us with i just want to say thank you you know thank you to everyone that showed up when i said hey times change they still showed up um still showing me love i appreciate all my notary and industry friends all my instagram followers um there's every you guys from having me here i was scared i was like i need backup because these guys listen it could be a little ruthless like i don't know <laughs> but i'm so happy that everyone that showed up and uh protected me <laughs> listen i'm from new york we want to travel alone we travel you know in groups that's a fact <laughs> <laughs> so i really appreciate being here it was fun i could be myself um yeah i love this i love this who's who's next like i want to know who's next on here who who's coming up? 
Yeah, Tiger, who we got next on the list? Yeah, so we always gonna come up with some new people, new surprises, and the yeah, so be- March 29th, <laughs> you guys, we have Notary for Me out of Texas. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, she is amazing. Her and her husband are a great team. They got, you know, the academy over there teaching notaries, um, even how to open a business. Like, they're bomb. They are bomb. So I'm excited about that. We have the uh, surprise guest host, Dawn, is going to be interviewing that one. Of course, I'll be double dutching in there, throwing a little couple of curse words to stir up a couple of things. Because Dawn doesn't curse. She goes to church. Please Shout out to Dawn. She'll get down if it's needed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I love Dawn. She, she keeps it clean for me. She's like, she's like the person I want to be in life. <laughs> I don't I like this guy. He's a little bit. He, this, this guy's off the chain too much. I, this guy. Don't follow me, you guys. Uh, I might get you locked up. Don't follow me. Um, the, the yin and yang of this. I love yeah. it. <laughs> so yeah. So March 29th, That's is going down, and then of course for the month of April, I'm gonna keep that a surprise. We have some, you know, special guests coming on there, but. You guys, um, it's going to be available uh, on Apple Podcasts real soon. Of course, the Notary War Room is worldwide, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks to you. Thanks to you guys. It is worldwide. We are streaming in the Middle East and Africa. We're going to tap into more of the, uh, you know, other markets really, really soon. So I really appreciate it all of the love, the support, the likes, the hearts, the, the patronage. See, I wanna, I wanna put this out there real quick too, she bosses that when you guys buy some of our products that you know are able to help you, you guys don't realize how much you're helping us build our brand, how much we're able to, okay, now we can purchase a better camera, better audio equipment, to give you better production, better quality. So I want to take the time out to personally thank you guys for your patronage and sharing, you know, breaking bread with us. It goes a long way. I love you guys. The squad is heavy. Let's put it, let, you know, let's, let's put our hands together again for She Boss and Tech Amaku for bringing this home. I love you guys. Any last words, She Boss? thank you that's it um do your research do your research okay you want to become a notary do your research first there's pros there's you know there's cons um don't rely on one hand okay to to give you everything you need don't be afraid of investing in yourself Mm -hmm. thinking outside the box um you're Family and close friends are not going to be your first customers. Are not going to be your first clients. They're not even going to support you like that. And it's okay because you're going to find a whole other community out there that's just for you. And um, yeah, just be true to yourself and, and make it happen. And thank you guys for tuning in. That's all, folks. <laughs>